How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast. And let's just jump right into today's subject, where the current bid for this, uh, for my first ever podcast, I'm, I'm re-releasing it as an NFT. And uh, right now, the current bid's a million dollars. So if you want to... No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, I, I, two things I want to talk about today, actually, funny enough. Uh, I started off all the way coming up to to this mic, not knowing what I wanted to talk about. But, you know, when you hit that record button and you let your brain just kind of quickly just uh, acclimate to like what it wants to talk about, there there are actually a couple of things I do want to share now that I think about it. One is that I think your podcast host here, uh, Jason Navarro, believes that sometime this week he might be getting his first uh, COVID-19 vaccine, which if that happens, I'll definitely keep you guys updated on how it goes. Hopefully, it's the Pfizer one. Um, the location I'm, be, I'm, I'm going to, they um, have been giving people Pfizer, so I don't see why I would be getting something completely different. But, you know, it's based off of availability. I have to be realistic about that as well. Um, but it's come to that point where I am going to I'm going to get this. I have to get it. Like I I want a semi normal life and um you know that's not going to really come from just getting the vaccine. It's going to require a lot of other people getting the vaccine or getting infected, which is the worst of the two options. And then eventually kind of this disease subsiding and and disappearing ultimately from mass population areas, but um so that's super exciting. Uh, the way I'm getting it actually, because I know right now, and and depending on the state that you're in, they have very limited supplies or the supplies are, are being, um, it's really left up to the states, like how they want to do things. Uh, but I know a lot of states are doing like 65 and older and in Nevada, they were doing that as well, but they're starting because they kind of need the hospitality industry and a lot of other industries to kind of, um, and, and the medical fields out, as, out here as well. And there's a very minimal uh, specialists in Las Vegas. So people that kind of work in the medical field um, tend to um, get ahead of other individuals. So it's still 65 and older, people that are um, at risk of an, uh, like having an underlying health condition that could make them very highly at risk of dying from COVID-19. And then... Um, and then it starts to kind of trickle down from there to like um, medical personnel, um, essential workers, and then customer-facing individuals as well tends to be a big preface here in Las Vegas. And again, it, it could be different in other areas. I would not recommend traveling out here because it's it's just for residents. I haven't heard of any foreign travelers being able to come out to, to Las Vegas to be able to get the vaccine. So... Um, like, for instance, I don't think my brother can at the moment because he still doesn't have a Nevada license. So I don't think he could even get it if he wanted to get one. But, um, you know, outside of that, though, I potentially, because part of my work as a, a as a Medicare representative is that I deal with a lot of individuals that are 65 and older. That's the only, the only clientele that I deal with is, is older individuals. And so because of that, um, I have the ability to go ahead and, and get the vaccine because of that, which is kind of exciting. So I'm really determining like what day I want to go. Uh, the closest place to me, it's not too far. It's probably like a 15 minute drive. 
Um, it's the convention center out here in Las Vegas, actually. It's probably a 20 minute drive, 20, 25 minute drive. I don't know, depending on traffic. Um, but that's super exciting. And, and if I do get it and if I do commit to, to doing it and I, if there's no problems, you know, with um, availability, I'm definitely going to get it. But uh, if not, I'll definitely keep you guys posted as well. Uh, and then secondly, NFTs, how I started this podcast. Everyone's hearing about these right now and no one knows what it is. I, I keep getting asked by people that know that I'm tech savvy. Like, what is an NFT? What is this? Like, what's going on? I see people like auctioning off their albums or not auction. Yeah, they're auctioning off like the the original digital album that they have. And a lot of people are, are coming up to me with with correct assumptions that how why would anyone spend so much money on a digital item can't you just copy it and yes there's absolutely nothing stopping anyone from copying um a merchandise or item that has an nft associated with it but the reason why this is becoming such a huge craze right now is because nfts uses the same technology that bitcoin uses um and crypto other cryptocurrencies out there and that technology is something that i think has more value than the currency itself and the technology is blockchain and the reason why to really simplify it essentially imagine the blockchain as a ledger but a ledger that everyone instead of one location having the ledger everyone has access to the ledger so if the ledger's out there everyone has access to the ledger so if any changes happen to the ledger before they can happen, it has to be verified by everyone else and everyone has to have the exact same copy. And that can be a very daunting task and to compensate for that task, that calculations or whatever, in return, you get some kind of, um, uh, like when associated with like a block, like with cryptocurrencies, you essentially get money in return of doing these, these calculations. That's very simplified, super, super simplified. It's more in detail than that. But um, that blockchain technology, because it's the ultimate ledger, you could, in theory, use this ledger for a lot of different practical purposes. You could do it for accounting purposes. You can do it for this, NFTs. And so what essentially this is, is that now you can definitely put an NFT token associated with an item and when you sell it, you can claim that that is the original item and that here's the original NFT because when you do that, once you create that token, it is um, verified by everyone that uses the internet, essentially. Uh, like it has all of its data is verifiable on an ultimate ledger and everyone has access to that ultimate ledger and all their ledgers are also updated by that ultimate ledger as well. There's no way to alter that as well because if one person alters the ledger then uh you have 99.9999 percent of all other people's ledgers not matching up with that one and it'll just boot out that information so it's not relevant so um people are doing this to really just sell authentic or like sell pieces of work that they have as collector's items so there's a market of people out there that enjoy collecting and this is kind of the same thing, but for digital items. And so for people that sell things that are digital, this is their way to kind of put more value behind the item. And then what happens is that they release this product or service or idea or whatever it is. And then 
what happens is that someone buys it for a minimal cost and then they go ahead and, and quickly sell it and auction it off. And you could just see how much money people are willing to spend on some of these NFTs. I think some famous, um, like Logan Paul's doing it right now on some of his videos of him opening up Pokemon cards. Um, I hate that guy, by the way. Or I don't hate him. It's really like to say you hate someone is pretty hard of a word, but I definitely don't like the guy. I think he's uh, has done a disservice to YouTube. But um, And there are like famous musicians that have been releasing their albums as NFTs, digital NFTs, and uh, it's blowing up right now. Literally, there's, it's unbelievable to see how much money people are spending on all these collectibles <laughs> online. It is wild. Like right now, Jack Dorsey's uh, doing an NFT auction for the f- first original tweet on Twitter. So you'll get to claim ownership of the first tweet uh, that was made on Twitter, which I think is pretty wild. I don't know. So many people, Taco Bell's doing something where they're uh, they're trying this out and they're doing like some uh, online, like, I don't know, like online token, like, uh, merchandise and it'll have an nft associated with that as well it's pretty crazy but anyways um it's just wild to see where this world's going like and what people are willing to spend their real earned money on but um you know on that note though i think that's about it that's like the the two exciting things i wanted to talk about today i would definitely recommend that you do a little bit more research on nfts i don't know there it's <laughs> going to be uh, a deep hole for you to get into and then uh, if you got the COVID vaccine I would love to hear from you every time I talk to people that have gotten it it's nothing but good things so far in the short term you know there's a part of me that's still a little bit hesitant about like what the long-term ramifications are of this technology but it's been thoroughly researched over the last 20 years and so if I had some level of hesitancy to this um (laughs) excuse my hat fell off uh some hesitancy to this um, this vaccine, then I would have some level of hesitancy to all other vaccines. And technically, this is safer than all other forms of vaccines. It's just, it's so new. So people are so afraid of it. But if this technology works and it, it seems to be working, this could revolutionize how vaccines are applied in general, where no longer do you have to wait, you know, decades or years to get a vaccine rolled out. You could get a vaccine for another disease rolled out just as quickly as the COVID-19 vaccine was in less than a year. And that's because it's a lot easier to manufacture uh, mRNA vaccines uh, because they don't have to essentially manufacture millions of vaccines to then have to individually splice them in such a way that they can't get another person infected. But so much of the viral uh, information is still kept that it allows your body to kind of develop an immunity to it and combat it. With these mRNA vaccines, they're artificially made um, and they can make millions of them a lot easier. So it's a lot less cost um, inducive as well, which is pretty exciting. But um, good stuff. It's all good stuff. Like when you actually research it, it's, it's awesome news. But other than that, thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast. Definitely looking forward to the weekend coming up. Um, get to spend some time with the family. My wife stops working, so um, which is great. But oh, we've been getting a lot of rain as well in Las Vegas. Like we, I know I did a podcast like a month ago talking about 
probably two months ago, but talking about how long it's been since Las Vegas has gotten rain. And now it's been raining like every single day for the last three days, which is pretty awesome. I like the rain. I enjoy it. Like not when it's raining really hard, but when it's drizzling, it's great. It, it definitely fits the mood of just being indoors all the time. But either way, thank you guys so much. And I'll catch you guys manana. Peace.